recording from the Ethel Studios. This is Craigie Too Crunk, and you listen to the Talking Small Podcast. If you do not like it, call your doctor, go to the hospital, and have your balls chopped off. Oh, yeah! Something that beautiful should have something beautiful. Harley looks at her cock and goes, you talk about you? Big butthole blast. Harley, that's some real initiative by the executive producer to try to bump the ratings. Soups only, dude? Oh, if we're talking like broccoli cheddar soup, dude. Yeah, party girls. Ooh, yeah. Blonde-haired sisters. I'm in love with the stripper. Oh, Grandma, it's when guys send Danielle dick pic. So I was younger than her when I was beaten off to it. <laughs> Hashtag statutory beat all. Boom, we're started. We back. Oh yeah. We ready. Hey, Craig, where you at? Fuck you. Hey, and Build our uh, fucking wall. And our um, you know, sponsor for this very special anniversary episode, our one-year-old birthday, Budweiser. Can't can't be a better sponsor. It's America. It's just great taste. It might be owned by Belgians, but they get us. We're good. Yeah, he's got the hat on. He's got the shirt on. They sent me the tank for free. And what are you drinking on right now? A 25-ouncer? Got to do the 25-ouncer. Budweiser gives you that extra ounce to get you extra turnt. It's a classy person's 40. It's a 25. We can drink. We're still understated. Build that fucking wall. So what you been up to? I've been working a lot. That's why you haven't seen us. And I apologize, guys. I know there's a lot... Of want for this podcast, <laughs> a burning desire. We can't give it to you right now. I'm off tomorrow. I got a five hour energy. I'm tweaking. First time I've ever drinking it. I'm ready to go. You're loaded on that B12. You got five hour energy, not the six hour power. Ooh, Chris knows about that bargain bin. So look, I'm a little energy drink or energy stimulant virgin right here. Just popped the cherry. I use berry flavor, and and I I'm, I don't like the feeling. I feel too pumped up. I just came from dinner with my father and an Englishman, and I just felt like I was. Almost tweaking the whole time. I didn't like it. You met your dad's new boyfriend? Oh, he went foreign this time. (laughs) That's not true. Just Just a work buddy. Oh, work buddy. Is that what they call him? It's 2016. This guy works works for my father, man. Fuck off. It's 20. Butch is the boss. I wonder who gets the spotted dick in this relationship. Build that fucking wall. Uh, uh, hey, big shout out to Butch. I'm just joking. He's a happily married man. Hey, he was shouting out the podcast at dinner. He was telling you, you uh, Englishman Steven, big Liverpool fan, Jurgen Klopp, is going to take us to the promised land. Uh, he was he was talking about how uh, he really liked the J-Bone episode of the podcast. Dad was talking about J-Bone doing Tinder dates. <laughs> Wait, he listened to the J-Bone episode? So, yeah. So while we're giving big shout outs, <laughs> shout out to J-Bone right now. He, um... So dad was over at the house like a couple months ago and we we're doing some work outside and I had the radio out there and I just started playing the J-Bone episode because I hadn't listened. I wanted to like pre, you know, just make sure everything was good. <laughs> Harley just, he's so bloated on that B12. That song you just heard was his Budweiser sponsored hat uh, hit into his mic there. 
I gotta go backwards. Get that bill away from the mic. All right. So, dude, that- he could be Z- Harley could be Zach from the challenges uh, stunt double right now. His understudy. His smaller version. Um. Yeah, understudy. <laughs> So we're out there and we're pressure washing the house and we're painting the house and fucking doing shit to the house. And I've just played the J-Bone episode and dad gets really into it. Like Your dad's ne- into J-Bone? God, fuck, <laughs> no homo, man. He just, he thought it was hilarious. And he, he was asking me about Tinder, which, you know, I've never used, but I've, you know, I have enough. He didn't know about Tinder from Dan, Dan Bleasy? I don't think you normally follow your daughter's Tinder scapades. I do. Well, my dad gets your. You told si- my sisters, not your daughter. My dad gets your sister's tweets on his email, so <laughs> that's a convoluted web, but it's 100 percent factual. This is levels within levels. And then he screen caps them and send them to me. <laughs> I know you forward me that email, <laughs> and that's I go great. and I go, Dad, I don't follow for a reason. These are awful, and he, that's why he sent them to me. So what'd you tell bad. your dad about Tinder? You swipe. He asked if it was like free, and like Stephen was all about this. Now I don't know if. If Steven's just into the culture... Steven's the Liverpool guy? Yeah. Well, Steven Merchant? No, no, I don't remember his last name. We don't We don't want to dwell on last names here. You this know guy, who Steven Merchant is, anyway? Yeah, he's the guy from fucking Extras and did the... Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, your, off. your canceled show. I really... Uh, um, fuck, what was it called? Late... No. Um, this is Bad Pod. Uh, ladies Man? No. Hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. There you go. I didn't even like the show that much. It, it, was, it was good. Okay. It was good. Craig liked it. So, that I mean, that shows you that it, you know, is somewhere in between Donald Trump and Old Piss. Build that fucking wall. All right, Craig, we get it. <laughs> Build that fucking wall. All right. Yeah, I know. I'll have the space for it to so get entered in later. Yeah, we, we got... Production. Yeah, we're, we're good with that. That's why you tune into the Talking Small Podcast. We give you what you want and then some. See, I don't know if we mentioned it, but for our one-year anniversary, we have a special guest with us here, Chrissy Lynn. He's been on the pod before, one of the fan favorites. Harley's new pod crush, right, Harley? Chris has been killing it. Like, my expectations were low. It was kind of like the Titans this year. They're really low, but they're sneakily playing good defense and winning some games. Hey, sneak AFC South team to watch. He's the Native American Marcus Mariota. Many people have said it. I'm just doing it in audio form here for you. Look, at he's got a shit-eating grin, too. He's loving this. I can't tell if he's blushing or sauced up right now. Maybe a little of both. I don't know if there's ever been any more of a backhanded compliment. Oh, yeah, Chris. uh, He's the Tennessee Titans. He's the more more Native American Marcus Mariota. He's the more guest uh, experience on the pod. Yeah, I hope you end up like Steve McNair, Chris. <laughs> I can't tell you where Alcorn State is. It, it's uh, in bumfuck Mississippi. It's Mississippi, right? Yeah. It's fucking up there. Harley, you don't like that Steve McNair joke? Bad taste? Yeah, I don't It like- was a bad taste, that's why I did it. First of all, my native uh, breed is on a dogging, so, you know. You're one sixteenth, right? New York, nowhere near <laughs> the Mississippi. Yep. That's true. All right, so we have Chris on to tell one of the most epic of all our old stories. This is a real fan favorite, so we're putting this on audio wax for you. This is a gift to being with us for one year because this is an anticipated story. We could have told this any time. He's famous for it. I'm not even sure if he was actually there for it. Hey, don't step on the story. 
Chris, you want to tell us the legend? What do you call the title of this story? The Legend of Steve Dice? The Ballad of Steve Dice. Oh, man. So many titles. So many titles. It's got to be The Legend of Steve Dice. Probably The History of Steve, Di- Steve Dice. Um, the, legend, like- the Legend of Steve Dice. Colon. The History of Steve Dice. No, no. I like You got to throw Ballad in there. Ballad gives you that southern charm. The Legend of Steve Dice. I, semicolon. I think I prefer... The, the junior think, high shooting star. I think I prefer Steve Dice. Colon, the legend. Uh, so, <laughs> so how the first pod was on your wedding date, correct? What, no, was it was that? the day before. It was on the uh, September twenty fourth. September twenty fifth. Uh, so we're past twenty fifth. Twenty fifth was the wedding, so I thought. No, twenty sixth was. I know my own anniversary and my pod anniversary. Nine twenty five. <laughs> Do you have a hashtag to? I mean, a uh, tattoo to commemorate it? Yeah. yeah, he's got pod pod hashtag pod anniversary on his back right now. I got a Budweiser shirt on. They can't tell what I got on my back. No, no tats. We tat, so, tatless so, so far. So you Get still to have the story. So you still have no tats. Correct. Uh, he's not officially married then. The pod anniversary is longer than his marriage. All right. First of all, we just celebrated the one year anniversary and of the we, podcast. Well, and my marriage. And um, we didn't. Do I that. definitely killed the anniversary like big time. I uh, so what did you do. Harley, this is a, this is a single single viewers listen to this. We can't yeah, have no, this. No, no, this is story. good. This will give them good experience for when they get married or the, you know they want to do something. We're gonna learn from your mistakes. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. So, so you know, one of the traditions after you've been married for a year is you eat the wedding cake that was from the year ago. You freeze it. Well, we were really drunk at my wedding. And by we, I mean pretty much fucking everybody. So we had the leftover cake. The people who were doing it right. And you're supposed to like wrap it in saran wrap and like, you know, put it in a nice container and stick it in the freezer. Well, we took a Tupperware and just handful glob dumped it into, and I don't remember doing this. I just realized this the other day when I went to go pull it out. Dumping. So I felt like really bad. Listen back to the first episode and you'll hear, you'll hear exactly what happened. So I'm flossing on the podcast, Chris, come on, man. So, um, I feel like I'm going to go and do something romantic. Cause she said, I'm not very romantic, which, okay. It's true. She's but, trolling you though. She was just baiting you. N- no, that's, it's probably true. So I called the lady, uh, it's called bacon on the bayou here in the great, uh, <laughs> the ladies called that. No, You're this a big patron of the local caterers. Got right? to. So, hey, so, hashtag eat local. Yeah. Look, so Bacon on the Bayou, I called her up, and uh, she uh, made me a smaller replica version of the wedding cake. And I got that for the wife. The wife didn't know. Woke up the day of the anniversary. Bitches love cake. And she's like, and I told her, hey, look, I'm going to get the cake out of the freezer. And she's like, I'm not fucking eating that. And I was like, why? It's going to be good. Boom. Swap that cake for the new cake. She never saw it. Panty dropper. That new yeah. new SWAT. Wait, you got late on your anniversary? You old dog. Dude, unlike my unlike my wedding night, I got laid. Dude, I gotta tell you, you were talking shit previously about you being uh yeah, not very romantic. And then you're talking about buying new cakes and getting good caterers. <laughs> You're killing it, man. Dude, I got her some hot tails is what who catered the wedding. Uh, so I've got a couple of meals from hot tails and brought it home. A little nice uh, champagne rosé, which she loves. Bitches love rosé. Brought that in, popped the bottles, broke out the food, broke out the cake. Pop some more bottles. I think you're more... Ow! 
Sexy time. And Harley, you're underselling your wedding night. You did get laid by the second episode of the Talking Small <laughs> Podcast. Sweet, sweet audio love for all you faithful listeners. Harley, I didn't get laid your wedding night. I passed out. Yeah, on the pod. <laughs> Rewind it. You'll see that Chris falls asleep on the pod. Episode two. Hey, it could have been worse. You could have been Dan. <laughs> Throwing up on the bus. Hey, yeah. that's still the only profit the Talking Small podcast has made. It was Laura making Dan send me $100. I think it was $100 for him puking on the bus and making me pay an extra $100 for it. So thank you, Laura, if you're still listening. And Dan, control yourself. So, Chris, you done flossing? Can we get into the Steve Dice story? So, Steve Dice. The legend, Steve Dice. Steve Dice, Colin, the legend. Talking to the mic, please. Steve Dice, big fucking swinging dick on campus, right? What We're year in- is this, Chris? What grade? He doesn't so, know. So I was in seventh grade. Uh, this guy, Steve Dice, we're talking about was uh, in Alex and uh, the, the pod father's grade, which would have been eighth grade. So that would have been what? I was a freshman in 04, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so he already. <laughs> so okay. what year would it be? And then, you don't have to name the year. This is just a seventh and eighth grade junior high. So Boyette Junior High yes. Rebels. So we're talking O two, O two ish area. Who cares? Keep going. Anyway, so Steve minor guys, details. This guy was a big fucking swinging dick <laughs> on campus, right? I'm talking like this guy was. He missing. had a hog on him. So we went to we went to this place called Boyette Junior High School. <laughs> He, they had this, uh, they had this award called Mr. Boyette, which was basically, uh, it was basically a, a, a popularity contest. You know, if you were, if you were the smartest, if you were the most athletic, if you had it going on, you were fucking Mr. Boyette. It's the all Steve, around, all around stickman at Boyette. You were, you were good in the classroom. You were even better on the field. And because of all that, the ladies wanted to bang you. That's Mr. Boyette, right, Chris? Exactly. And so on top of that. Not only was he so fucking athletic that he was a starting quarterback, but he also was a fucking genius. I mean, this guy got a scholarship from MIT. Full ride, by the way. Yeah, a full fucking ride. That doesn't happen where we're from. He's a fucking Rhodes Scholar. I'm pretty sure he was an adjunct at the like the Wharton School of Business or some shit like that. He was making robots before that was even cool. He was on the Eat your heart out, Elon Musk. I heard a rumor that the uh, BattleBots concept was coined by him. It was. He created the contest and then created the ultimate robot. They wouldn't let him compete on TV because his just smashed everybody. So I guess what I'm trying to get across is that this guy had, was it. He was the fucking tits, right? <laughs> Mr. Athletic, Mr. Fucking Popular, Mr. Fucking Brainiac. This guy had it all. So the, the uh, junior high Harley Allen I went to... They had a uh, that a spelling bee contest. Yeah. Those for you don't know, you can check it out on ESPN yearly. It's called the uh, Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's very similar and it just as competitive. Yeah, but this was back before when spelling bees were cool. Before they were still televised. Steve Dice, he didn't need to enter the contest. Like Chris is saying, he's already got the biggest schlong on campus. But yet he doesn't. He does it to let all the little people see him compete, you know? He does it so that everybody can get their eyeballs on this magnificent beast. He had nothing. He, he had it all to lose. Like, he was he was the fucking tits, man. He, he was, had nothing to get. He, it was like playing a girl in a sport. 
If she wins, you lose. If you win, you lose. Exactly. Big fucking swinging dick. Like, the only thing he had to gain was getting castrated, right? And who wants that? Oh, nobody. Not when you're in your prime dick slinging years. Eighth grade at junior high. So the junior high we went to, it was solely, I know this is a little odd, but it was solely seventh grade and eighth grade. And so Mr. Boyette, Steve Dice, Mr. Eighth Grade, right? Eighth graders on one side, seventh graders on the other side. And uh, Steve Dice was in the semifinals. You know, it's him. It's him and one other, one other uh, Haji, something like that. Who knows what they were. Well, you, you have not mentioned his greatest rival. The Eminem yeah. woman, Rachel. Yeah, Steve had several rivals here. They were going back and forth. It was a slugfest. Seventh grade was on one side of the bleachers. Eighth grade was on the other side. There was oon and on. And there's a lot of categories between Steve and this other lady who, you know, she was known to be a nerd during school. We'll are call you, her Rachel. Are you talking about Rachel that spelled pterodactyl correctly? Oh, yeah. That was impressive. But she did spell mayonnaise incorrectly. Well, yeah. that's her That's her fatal, fatal flaw. She was getting food items. She got too comfortable with them, and she didn't focus on mayonnaise. I got to tell you that. Or she focused too much on mayonnaise, like Sager and uh, uh, Sager. Rumor and has it she didn't even like mayo, so that's probably why. She was an active defiance. And she looked like she liked mayo. I'm going to tell you, though, what, what kind of eighth grader knows pterodactyl starts with PH? I was baffled at the buzz when they You still don't know what it starts with because it starts with PT. Right, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So Steve is going back and forth in a slugfest with Rachel. And what happens, Chris? So Steve, Stevie boy, he's in, the, uh, he's in the finals, right? It's coming down to him and Rachel, who apparently knows that pterodactyl starts with PT, not PH. <laughs> So he's fucking killing it. Like it was, it was double elimination. He had, they were both tied at one. Yeah, Rachel, she's going all out. She read the dictionary in junior high, so she's asking the people, "Origin, please. Can I get it used in a sentence?" Steve, he's just going boom, 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 knocking him out while he's biting his nails, or not even biting his nails. This is Steve's fatal flaw because Rachel is. Cut that out. All right, that's getting added. So Rachel Eminem is she's setting the the pavement. She's setting the foundation for script spelling bee and spellers for years to come here. Her but, and foundations don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cracks. But she's setting the 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 country of origin. She's using it in a sentence. She wants to make sure that everything is there in front of she's her. She's dotting her eyes. She's crossing her T's. She's misspelling mayonnaise, though. So Steve gets up there. His word. Chest pumped They're out. tied at 1-1. One, one. Next one to uh, get a, a word incorrectly. Fucking loses, right? Steve gets up there. The whole 7th grade on one side of the bleachers. The whole 8th grade <laughs> on the other side of the bleachers. Steve's word. The judges say it out. Sausage. Please spell Sausage. And now this word is a lot is a lot easier than almost every word before it. And we're from South Louisiana, so sausage. We've been knowing that since four years old. I mean, we're from like Al said, we're from Southeast Louisiana, where the gumbo is strong. Where you, they from? Where they make gumbo at? Get it right, Chris. You put sausage and your jambalaya and your red beans and your gumbo and your crawfish bowl and your crab boy and your shrimp fry. You you put it in everything, right? Hashtag gumbo strong. I heard that. So when Steve gets the word sausage, 
The entire seventh and eighth grade is just like, oh, Tom Brady just got the ball back with about three minutes. He's only need, he only needs a field goal, and he's going against a shitty ass Browns defense, right? Everyone basically went to go get nachos because this is easy. He's In the got bag, it. right? He steps. Steve Dice steps up to the mic, mind you. As I said earlier, this guy, starting quarterback, dude, dude was an MIT Rhodes Scholar. Wharton School of Business adjunct professor. This guy, need, need, needless to say, this guy didn't lack confidence. He swung his dick with Evan Stone. He steps up. He probably banged out 100 push-ups before he stepped up to the fucking mic. He was looking, I gotta tell you, he was looking a little swole. He steps up to the mic. Sausage. C-A-U-S-A-G-E. Sausage. Turns. <laughs> His back walks back to his metal chair. One of the, uh, the, like, you know, if you've ever seen the ESPN spelling bee, there's three judges. One of the judges says, Ooh, I'm sorry. You just spelled Carson. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole fucking gym erupts in laughter. Everybody getting nachos knew this cocksucker just spelled Cossage. And th- from then on, Steve Dice. I gotta tell you, he was running out of the fucking school. He could have had it all. Ah. It's it's one of those stories where you, you think you have it, you got the confidence, you come up, and you don't even realize what happened. He looked like he had never missed a beat, sat down, supreme confidence, and all of a sudden, everything has been taken away from him. The girls. It was that's the why swag. That's why comedy and tragedy. It just works, man. All of a sudden, sausage became sausage, and Steve Dice became no more. He left. The, he left our school after what eighth he, grade. What he could have never been. been seen from again. Now he did go to MIT and was a Rhodes Scholar, but that was. But he had to move states. But he's still dead to us. He's fucking way dead to us. Hey, and speaking of R.I.P. Steve Dice, let's give a big R.I.P. to Mike Six. LSU's live tiger. My man lost his battle with cancer. We have to find a cure, guys, for animal cancer. We also got to give a big... Give a moment of silence? What the fuck? Hey, we gave Backroom Bob a moment of silence. Give Mike Six a moment of silence. And everybody, Mike Six. Hey, and uh, one for Harambe. Lift your glasses for Harambe. He needs a drink. How many Harambe costumes are you going to see this fucking holiday season? I've seen sexy Harambe. What is that? That's that's a female version of Harambe. That's sexy gorilla. Chris, no racism on the pod. Okay, now, Steve Dice's nemesis in the spelling bee. Whatever happened to her? Okay, well, let's give a little... Steve Dice has never gained his... Never gained his composure after spelling sausage, sausage. And I think, who was it, Rachel? She went on to win it, right? She went on to win it, but a little backstory on her. Back when Harley was living in his old neighborhood. What was that? Old Crossgates? Yeah, Old Crossgates in the Slidell, the Dirty Dell. Yeah, see, since... I hate people that call it the Dirty Dell. Or the Dirty or whatever, like... I realize now going back, it's trashy place, but like no one ever. That seems like such a forced nickname. I'm with you. All right, so uh, me and Harley, growing up, I used to always come to his house to trick or treat because all my houses were too f- in my neighborhood were way too far apart, and like no one was ever home. But Harley, they were close in there. They loved the candy, and everyone got into it. 
Like there was a house with a fucking running change saw. Jason Corey's house was fucking no, nuts. No, it was the house it, next to it. It was the Diaz's. <laughs> Those fucking Mexicans. Whoa. They weren't Mexican, actually. What were they, Cuban? No, they were like white people. They weren't white people. All right, so, I mean, what kind of shit did they have at their house? Basically, like, a bunch of lawn equipment, but it was scary as shit. Well, they had some, like, older sons, which... Like, right now, I'm picturing them being, like, 35, but they're probably, like, 18. Yeah. They'd hide in the trees, and they'd have a chainsaw with no chain on, and they'd jump down and fucking scare the fuck out of you. I never knew it was had no chain on it, bro. It was, it was pretty scary when you were growing up. I had insider tips. Yeah. You weren't that scared. But, uh, so, we're trick-or-treating through Harley's old neighborhood, just walking from place to place. We're probably, what, like, 10? Uh, yeah, probably 10 or 12, somewhere in that, that Yeah, we were probably closer to 10. And we were fucking open door-to-door, hyped about getting some fucking candy and just fucking getting out the house and just being wild, man. Come on, Chris! Sorry. The yeah. fuck are you doing? Are, are, hold on, Chris, are you really getting on the fucking one-year pod anniversary, kind of, and you're going to start playing fucking... Videos like you're fucking bored. That didn't even sound cool either. What no, was that? It, like it sounded fugazi as fuck. It was something excellent, quick. So I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, so we're going door to door. Strike one, Chris. We're hyped up on candy like Harley's hyped up on this five-hour energy, and we open the door, and who is it? This girl named Rachel. Green M&M costume. Now, the green M&M from their advertising is supposed to be like the sexy. She's sex- a hottie, right? Yeah, she's supposed to be the sassy, <laughs> sexy M&M that all the other M&Ms want to get with. She always got my 12-year-old boner. You, you oh, Jesus. <laughs> your, your outside shell got very hard. It's creamy in the inside, though. No, so- it's not. <laughs> M&Ms aren't. Come on, baby. Yeah, yeah. All right, so anyway... I didn't think they made plus size green M M&M and M costumes. It just wouldn't Nobody make sense. Nobody shaming. You would think if it was the yellow one, I mean that makes sense. She was a nerdy chick at school and whatever. So to see her, you trying to say she wasn't she wasn't a fit broad? She wasn't a looker. So it was, and me and Harley died laughing. I, th- I don't even think we stayed to get candy, did we? No, she opened the door and we just started laughing because <laughs> one. If you haven't noticed, we're fucking assholes. So we don't hide the fucking the surprise. We don't hide like we don't get on our manners. I couldn't. We hi- see her and we just start laughing I in her face. I couldn't have hid that. That's just a natural reaction. That's like hitting. That's like the doctor hitting me on the knee and my knee, my leg kicking out. Like that's just immediate to me. It's like fucking Eminem. Okay, so it's green one and it's like. Uh, 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 and we just take off laughing and we leave. And we didn't get candy. I'm sure she was handing out M and M's. I'm pretty sure she slammed the door just as quick as we started laughing. Probably. I don't know. I just remember it was hella awkward. So fast forward. Well, should we call our special guest for this? Oh, you have a special guest for this? We do have a special guest for this. Okay. We're going to we're gonna fast forward and pause the pod here, and we'll pick up when we get our special guest on the line. Special guest is being called. Is it she? Hello? Hey, you ready for your pod? Yep, I guess so. You guess so? <laughs> that sound very excited. Yeah, I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right, so fast forward 
10 years later, well, not 10 years later, a little bit more than that. Our 10-year high school reunion. I'm I'm excited that Caitlin's on the phone. Last time, spoil the special guest. What do you mean special guest? I'm fucking. I didn't know who we were calling. This is special to me. Well, I'm talking for the viewers here. What do you mean? They know her voice. They remember her from the Craig. Is it rape or is it not rape episode? Build that fucking wall. Chris, you know that mic's not hot. This ain't Trump. Caitlin, Caitlin, are you there? Build that we need to test some audio yeah, levels I'm on you. There. You're here? Okay. Here. So, fast forward. We're 10 years out of high school now. And Caitlin here is the only one in the room who went to the 10-year high school reunion. How was it, Caitlin, by the way? Honestly, it was pretty uneventful. Did you... Exactly what you expected, though? Pretty much. Like, everyone really only talked to the people they hung out with in high school. So who did you talk to? Like, Whitney and McCurdy and that whole group. Come on, you're not going to drop Ellerman? Ellerman. (laughs) I don't like to talk Ellerman on the podcast. Well, Ellerman's giving you a big scoop, though. Oh, really? Okay, let's talk Ellerman. Let's go. So Caitlin told me at this reunion, well, I think you knew this before, but you told me at the reunion that Ellerman told you a certain someone, first names only here, first names only, a certain someone was going to be on a certain show, and you were none too pleased. That's true. Yep. What, why were you not pleased? I'm, why, why player hate on the M&M? Well, give, give the news that Ellerman told you, Caitlin. First names only. First names only. What are you using? She informed me during the reunion. <laughs> during the reunion, she informed me that a certain classmate of ours by the name of Rachel was going <laughs> The one from before be in the Eminem on, costume. Was going to be on a game show. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Caitlin, you like this show? I watched it. No, do you wa- do you watch it like regularly? Uh, no. Okay, Ka- mean... Caitlin, can I ask you a question? So why were you upset yeah. about this? Because like I've always wanted to go on Jeopardy of Wheel of Fortune, and she beat me to it, and now like I don't want to do it anymore. Oh, <laughs> your mic's not hot, <laughs> Chris. You got to use somebody else's mic. Your mic's not hot right now. So, Caitlin, you feel like you could have done better, correct? No, no, first of all, uh, no, hold on, hold on, Caitlin. Don't answer that because that's spoilers. We haven't broken down her performance yet. Yeah, we're going to break this down brick by brick. I have copious notes about this. But, Caitlin, can I ask you this? What have you done to try to get on these shows? Because it sounds <laughs> like the initiative that the big M&M or the green M&M had was probably pretty high, I'm guessing. She wanted it, is what Harley's saying. And Harley knows what it's like to be want to be on one of these shows. I mean, he's been trying to get in Survivor for years. Yeah, but I've been taking the Caitlyn approach. I probably haven't been doing enough. Mm. If you yeah, have probes, so if you listen, like, big fan. I've never tried to get on Wheel of Fortune, but I have taken the Jeopardy test every year for like the past five years. Wait, where do you sign up to do this? Because I can kick your ass. Uh, 
Jeopardy.com, but it was last week and I forgot to do it. Oh. <laughs> But it's really hard, and obviously That's what she I've said. never done well enough to get a phone call. All right, so guys, I think we're going to break down what happened on this Wheel of Fortune episode that we all DVR'd because we found out the champion of our eighth grade spelling bee, <laughs> Rachel the M&M, did. All right, and I know to our listeners, the Venn diagram of Talking Small listeners and wheel of fortune viewers is is small it's pretty much j-bone watching on a mute to beat off the vanna white like she still looks good that's what i first note of wheel of fortune vanna's still looking good no ass though pat sajak you think he taps that he does he doesn't but that's like gotta be his best girlfriend right they spend so many hours together uh, Caitlin, do you, no, do you find Pat Sajak attractive? Not at all. No. He, he's got so much plastic surgery. <laughs> but does his yeah. does his money change how attractive he is? Because he's probably got some cash. Dude, he's got to be fucking loaded. Who's who's got more money, Sajak or Trebek? I don't know. That's a tough. That's one. a tough one. Caitlin, you got you. I would in say on this? Trebek because they don't have two hosts. Do I have any insight? Or who gets paid more, Trebek or Sajak? It's it's funny though, because Trebek definitely has the harder job. And he's also way douchier. I'd much rather yeah, have is. a beer with Sajak. But Sajak had a douchey moment uh, in this episode. He had a couple douchey moments. Alright, let's get into the episode. Harley, you want to start this off or you want me to? Alright, so I learned a couple things about the uh, Big Eminem. Um, I didn't know she was a Spanish instructor in Dallas. She used the hometown of Dallas off the rip. First things first. Red's not a good color for her. She was not in red. She was in blue? Dude, immediately you get Rachel in the blue outfit. Last names! Oh, shit. (laughs) You get Rachel Eminem in the blue outfit. So reminiscent of Violet. From Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. The chick who ate the blueberry thing. She's in the exact same thing. R.I.P. Gene Wilder. Off the rip. And then like Harley said. She said she's from Dallas, Texas. Bullshit. <laughs> well, I'm sitting there thinking like, w- w- Dallas? How have you been to Dallas? Because later you find out she's lived in Mexico, Costa Rica. Hold on. Gotta get the last one. I think Peru. And Peru. How do you get to Dallas? How have you had that much time to claim Dallas? I don't understand. It kind of pissed me off. She ain't repping the Dell. If you got on a show, what would you say? Would you say Slido or would you say New Orleans? Or would you say Ethel? Put I'd, Ethel I'd on the say, map. I'd probably say Baton Rouge. You probably would? Yeah. That's where I spent most of my... You grew up, You spent the most time in Slidell, dude. Yeah, but... I wouldn't admit to being from Slidell on yeah, like, national TV. I like Baton Rouge. I get the LSU puss sympathy, you know, the flooding. I, I, Baton Rouge is big time right now. Caitlin would be like one of the football players announcing themselves on Sunday. Instead of saying New Orleans, she'd say Lakeview. Like, she'd get it super specific. <laughs> I'm from the LV, the good LV, not the Chris LV. <laughs> Chris ain't liking it. Chris probably needs a five-hour energy. I got one in the fridge for you, Chris, if you want to get hyped. Or he needs another brew. All right, let's move on to what she said her hobbies were. Did you guys catch this? Yes. Oh, she, God. she likes to cook and bake 
And she didn't say eat, but I'm pretty sure eat was in there. (laughs) (laughs) Travel, travel and organizing, which is an odd one. Organizing. Well, she said traveling. And then after that, she said clean and organize. And she hinted at like, she was like, that's my favorite. I was like, that's not a hobby. (laughs) Caitlin, did you pick up on that too? On what? Were you just not listening? It's hard to hear. Her saying that cleaning and organizing was, like, probably her favorite hobby? Yeah, I mean, it was a little weird. That was very weird. Almost as weird as you catch the other contestant, Harley Chachi. She dropped the phrase, mompreneur. Instead of entrepreneur, she was like, mompreneur or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. Trying I to make it a that. thing. First of all, I didn't break down any... Any of the extra people. You didn't break down Gabe either? No, because the hipster douche who likes to fix things in his spare time. I got limited time and I focused on the dominant players. You thought she was wearing red. That blue was a dominant player. (laughs) I I don't know. Well, that guy in the middle, his hobby was weird. It was like. Oh, his was. His was hella weird. His. His. Uh, job was TV producer, and then they asked him what he liked to do in his spare time, and he acted like he was some big gearhead who like fixes antique things. First of all, he was from St. Louis, Budweiser, representing America sponsorships. He also was a big Cardinals fan. That's good. So you're in the bag for Gabe then? I mean, I was kind of rooting for him. I, I like to see people I know fail. <laughs> big thing of mine. So that's why you're rooting for Gabe? I was rooting for anybody other than the big M&M. Oh, Jesus. You don't have to <laughs> say green, you douche. All right. And this ch- chick said she was a mom entrepreneur, but she was in the National Guard. She made baby blankets, quote unquote, when she gets time, acting like she never gets time. So, Do you make baby blankets because you don't have enough time to make person blankets, like regular size <laughs> humans? <laughs> that's a good point, but sure she's going to blame her small children on why she does that, but that's a very fucking astute joke. I like it. All right, off the rip, I think Gabe wins the first thing, and then Rachel comes on. Like, two or three letters pop um, up. It's exactly two Those letters. letters were barely on the screen before she bugged in. A flock of seagulls! How Both. did she get that? And I run... I couldn't, so. be- I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there just, I knew at that point we were watching a freight train coming down the wheel of fortune. Only the type of uh, talent that could beat a man like Steve Dice and just crush his fucking will for life. So you see that, I'm fucking impressed. Harley just admitted he wanted to see her lose and he was like, oh shit, we got something on our hands. Like live betting odds, heavy favorite after a flock of seagulls. Very heavy. And then we go on this, uh, the next one, she gets like control of the board and just systematically gets like every letter. She's toying around with it and she's like, all right, I got this. Ideal spot for nature lovers. And she gets a Cabela's gift card in the process, which Chris was very jealous of. So this is what I had written down. She ran the train on ideal spot for nature lovers. However, she was not excited about the Cabela's gift card. She had a tint of dismay about the Cabela's gift card. B- big body language. Caitlin, <laughs> uh, you got any comments, or should we keep rolling with the rundown? Is this the uh, the one where she like 
said the answer that I thought was wrong. The ideal like, spot for nature lovers? Oh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> All right. So this mompreneur, I can't say it right because I don't think it's a thing, but she tried to make it a thing. Chachi, she wins a, a trip to the Pacific Northwest vacation and a Ford Fiesta. Ha- no, no. Half of a Ford Fiesta. I don't get that. What does that mean? That means you have to get both halves in order to get the whole car. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so she didn't get the car. No. Well, no. she went bankrupt. <laughs> well, that's the that's what I'm getting to, Harley. She gets these two things, and she's got a decent amount of money, and she's spinning when the phrase is obviously the early bird catches the worm. Like, I know it, and if I know it, I'm awful at Will Fortune. If I know it, you have to fucking know it. Fucking Gabe knows it. And she just keeps spinning. She's either a moron or a greedy moron. There's no two <laughs> ways about it. So I thought that was pretty funny. And at this point, I noticed Rachel is being so fucking loud every time she says a letter. Did you guys notice that? I'd like to buy a vowel. How about an O? R. Like she's just yelling. She's yelling like she's trying to make the audience hear even though she's wearing a fucking mic. Like you can talk normal. Not everybody gets to do a podcast on the spare time to where they can get levels. Now, I will tell you this. It's not spare time. I'm taking time out of my work day to she, do this. She is very, very excited. Like, I feel like she's just settling all the demons with her previous rivalry with Steve Dice. Like, she's setting the record straight of think- all the torment she's ever had in her life. All these third world countries... All this lack of support from males. Like, this isn't this is an exorcism of being bullied right here. Yes, the, go, the the bullies are just flying off. You see Harley silhouette fly up. You see a Lance somewhere. <laughs> you see Chris <laughs> booing her at the spelling bee, rooting for Steve. You see it all. <laughs> so you you want to go into the next puzzle? Well, yeah, I, I have a little aside. I've watched Wheel of Fortune. I don't know, a number of times over my life. Umpteen. So now we get to this next segment, and it's crossword. It's a little, what the fuck is crossword? <laughs> it's a little New York Times pop, but it was easy to tell. There was four words, and they each lined up to make kind of an acrostic. But, but, but this is my problem with it. Normally you say a phrase. What order do you say this? Would you go all the across and then the down? Do you go to the down, all the across? Do you just kind of hit it as you go? No, Pat Sajak explains that he goes, what you get in the crossword, like what what the letters lining up in the four words are, is a, a location. It's a destination. And like whatever that is, you win it. But was she supposed to say that word? No, she wasn't. So that's why Pat Sajak was confused. And, Rachel and she, like, threw it in in the middle of her answer. Exactly. Okay. So what Caitlin's saying is, uh, Rachel's on a roll here. She's steamrolling this like the ball in Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's fucking steamrolling this category. She's getting this. She's getting that. She sauce for ukulele. She sauce for lay. There's a couple left. You can tell the top one is mango, but there's another one with three A's in it, and I'm not sure what the fuck it is. Yeah, I'm thinking th- like I'm thinking banana, but they had already had enough letters that it can't be banana. They so had I'm- already called ends out. I'm sitting there going, "What the fuck is that?" So 
Rachel, Ra- there's three, I think, blank spaces, and Rachel's racked up a ton of fucking money and a ton of ton of shit. So if she knows it, like, I would just say, fuck it, you know, guess it. She rolls again, pat ass her. I go, oh, shit, what's she go- is she just going to guess a random letter? I have no idea what the dish. She goes, P! And I'm like, and he goes, that is correct. Two you- P's on there. She goes, Mango, papaya, Maui, <laughs> ukulele, and lay. And I'm like, what? She just threw Maui in there. Like, you weren't supposed to say that. That's like the destination you were supposed to guess that you went a trip to. And Pat, like, waits a second, scrunches up his face, waiting for someone to say in his ear, yeah, uh, that counts. Which it should count. I mean, she fucking solved what the four words are and guessed everything besides the why or whatever, right? So... It was just like an awkward moment. I was really happy for her. And then Pat Sajak asked her, hey, you know where you're going to visit? And she goes, Hawaii. And Pat's like, "No, well, uh, it's Maui, but uh, I guess we could settle for that or something or, or, or something weird <laughs> like that. But he, Pat made it seem like she said the stupid thing, but I think Pat really said the stupid thing. Like He, he just was, acted confident about it. He was like, no, not Hawaii. The island of Maui is where you're going. like, that's part of Hawaii, bro. Like, technically, she's right. But he, he acted like he an asshole like, about what it. What island would you like to go to or something? So, uh, look. Hawaii, does Hawaii not count? I mean, it's a chain of islands. I think it would count. Indonesia is an island, know. but it's a, also a chain of islands. I'm giving Rachel the benefit okay, of the doubt I, here. I like that. Now, let me. Let, I want to go into fantasy land real quick. Would you, Alex Knobloch, single? No full names here. Call me go, Ray, Call go, me Alex Eminem. That's what I'm getting at. If if Rachel Eminem asked Alex Eminem to go to Maui for this trip, would you say yes or no? Is this a Michael Scott Jan Sandals situation here? This She's is offering to take Caitlin, go ahead. What is he asking? Is to go to go to Hawaii rest? with her. Yeah, Caitlin, <laughs> would you go to Hawaii? This is the question. Would you go to Hawaii with Rachel if you were Al? Uh no. I wouldn't go either. But Caitlin, if Rachel asked you to go to Maui, all expenses paid Last for a week. Names! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're gonna have to produce this one a lot. <laughs> God damn it! Build that fucking wall. Build that fucking wall. We're gonna need more concrete. All right, Harley, would you go? If I was you, what, what do you mean? What difference does it make? I'm married. I can't go with the big Eminem to Maui. It's a green Eminem. <laughs> she was big too. <laughs> the peanut M&M's over here trying to drive it. Get it, so, peanut, get it, peanut yeah, I got it, I got it. That's a good so, one. So this, fat. Is, this is my thing. Okay, this is all exclusive paid to Maui. If she invites you, you got to say yes. You don't have to sex her. Wait, all ex- expenses paid or all exclusives paid? Because you said exclusives. You <laughs> <It> said exclusives. <laughs> now, she's offering to smoke me out with some of that exclusive... Now, look. That changes everything. Look, if Rachel, (laughs) the big Eminem, asked you to go to Maui and you're single, you got to do it. Okay, well. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask, let me ask Chrissy T. Chris. Chris, remember, she's the one who took down your hero. Are you going to take this opportunity to go out in an island and take care of her? 
I think I would accept. However, she took down. Good breathing. What what's up with these creepy breaths? She, yes, I would accept. She took, she took down Steve Dice, so I feel like I would try to find some way to embarrass her, as she did Steve in eighth grade. You know, but Caitlin, do you feel like you could have done better than uh, you know, Rachel Eminem on uh, We're not done yet. <laughs> God damn it. God, that's why Chris doesn't have a mic right now. And that's why we got Caitlin. Thank you, Caitlin. All right, so the game progresses. They go into, like, some speed round. Once again, Rachel impresses. She gets sleepless in Seattle before I know it. Well, I, I feel like she definitely has seen that movie a lot. Have you ever seen it? No. Why have, would I see that? Caitlin, have you seen Sleepless in Seattle? No. Damn. I've seen, like, I've seen the end. What happens? I don't know. They meet at the top of the building, and that's all I remember. That's you got mail. Are you sure? No, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> okay, so she nails Sleepers in Seattle. They're running out of time. They go to a last category. Wait, hold on. Can I tell you? Right after she wins Sleepers Seattle, this is my note. Direct quote from this is my, from my brain. At this point, I am rooting for her to bankrupt so hard. Does that make me a bad person? You can't, like, lose all your money once you win a couple rounds. I don't know the rules. I'm rooting (laughs) for her demise. (laughs) You're rooting for, like, some special trap door to open? Yes, I want her to lose the trip to Maui. I just want to see her go out in flames. I want to see the chocolate melt. That's fucked up. All right, so they ran. It in your mouth, not in your hand. They ran at a time. Gabe wins the last thing, but Rachel, Gabe wins it, which boosts his money total to eleven thousand. I'm thinking, oh, he's doing all right. Maybe, he, maybe he beat her. And then, and then Pat's like, and Rachel, you're moving on to the final round. Caitlin, is it? It's not called final. Final wheel, spins. Is it? Final, final spin. spin. Final okay. Spin. Final so spin. she moves spin, on for yeah. the final spin with. Hold on. With $21,000. Caitlin was talking. And now she's not. Caitlin. Yeah. What What are your feelings when when Rachel, the big M&M, gets, gets to the final spin? I don't know. I think I was wondering, like, is she going to get this? Because so, like, so often it's so hard that, like, a lot of people don't, but she was like killing it. She was doing pretty fucking good. Were you rooting for her or not? Or you were indifferent? I mean, I, I guess I was rooting for her at I, that point. I absolutely was not. <laughs> You're fucked <laughs> up. I was rooting for about 70%. 70%. Like, you know, I, I wanted to see her do good, but I wasn't going to like fucking freak out if she won or anything. No, like, same, same. So, they cut to, uh, Pat's like, hey, Rachel, is anybody here in the audience for you today? This is a really sad moment. It is. Because I, my heart went out on this moment. So, you were shitting on her before, and then, does this get you on her side now? Well, no, but, (laughs) but I felt kind of bad because, like, I was thinking there'd be a couple people, like, maybe a fat boyfriend, Maybe like her peanut M M&M. and M. I don't know what's out there for her. I'm sick of your fat shaming. Well, I mean, why's her boyfriend got to be fat? She's traveling to all these different countries. I'm sure. I'm thinking like she brought home a foreign husband or something. <laughs> Lock it up. She. 
<laughs> they go for the technical mic. Okay, so they cut to it. We haven't even described what it is yet. Oh, sorry, I spilled my drink. And then, uh, so they cut to the audience, and who is it, Harley? Well, it's her mom, and her mom's waving like a doofus. <laughs> and Pat Sajak ribs her mom, saying, oh, she's sure good at waving or something like that. <laughs> she's a good waver. Oh, she sure is a good waver. Yeah, he said something like that. We're like, geez, Pat. Hey, Caitlin, can you break down the waving motion of Rachel's mom? I mean, she's just waving her hand so hard you think it's going to fall off. That's insight. It was. I just, I, I just felt bad. I hardly felt bad, but he's still not even rooting for it, which shows you he's a true breed of douche. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they give her the uh, R-S-T-L-N-E. She gets a couple letters off that, and then she guesses some letters. She only gets like one or two. So she, had, uh, what do they give you? Like five seconds? It seems super short. It's really Probably like ten. Yeah, it's really hard to win final final spin. Like, I've I've watched it like maybe twenty times in my life. I've never thought I've gotten final spin. <laughs> Are we sure it's called final spin? That just sounds wrong. I'm pretty sure. We can fact check it later. We can get Eric, our stat boy, to look that up. So, she can't get it. It was jazz guitarist. She gets so disappointed. And then all of a sudden, she just admits she's from New Orleans. Like, where did this come from? And Patch Sajak's like, what does that have to do with anything? Jazz? Which, New Orleans? Yeah, which I kind of got. And then Pat Sajak's like, well, I'm from Chicago, and I wouldn't have got that, which is like, I guess, another jazz city. So, and then he's like, Oh, I guess we're just talking over each other. Oh, he said that? Is that what he or said? No, like, he said, I guess we're just talking across each other. Oh, and I was like, This is so awkward. Yeah, so uh, she would have won. And then at that moment, I realized, like, while well, she had won all this money, like, still, like, not much has changed for her. Well, I see, I disagree because now you don't know if the money's going to change her. I mean, she just won it. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, but, you know, I mean, like, she wins all this money, and then she's still got, like, Pat Sajak, like, ruining her. <laughs> yeah, so basically you're saying you're not that jealous that she got on Wheel of Fortune now because her life's still kind of not great? I'm not that jealous. Why? No, I said you're not that jealous because even though she got on Will of Fortune, something you would want to do, you can tell her life's still not that great and she's still sort of the same person? No, no. That's what I you just said. Mm, I mean... <laughs> hey, it's all right. You can speak the truth on the Talking Small podcast. What was her final <laughs> overall prize? Okay, so her final overall money she won was $21,237. Not bad for an afternoon. This is like a lot of burritos she can get in third world <laughs> countries. Like, she can live large <laughs> in third world countries with that kind of cash. Now, my big thing is she's definitely more likely to get some long, slong Donkey Kong, Mandingo Dick, after being on TV. Yes, she won. She won. She's not going for the Mandingo, though. She's a winner. She's you going need for... a Mandingo to penetrate the force field that she's <laughs> She's got. going for the gringo Mandingo, only not gringo. 
She's going for Hispanic. She knows Spanish. When when Pat asked her to say Wheel of Fortune in Spanish, she sounded like she knew what she was talking about. She had some skinny jeans on. Did you notice that? I tried not to. No, her legs looked really skinny. She was like top heavy. She's a Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so Caitlin sends Rachel like made it to the final spinner or whatever. Does she get to come back next episode? No, it's not like Jeffrey. Like once, once you're done, you're done. Dude, imagine if she became the Ken Jennings, like if that was a Wheel of Fortune thing, if you got to keep coming back. That would be yeah, great. She would have, she'd definitely have like a winning streak. You think so? You think she's that good? I mean, she got flock of seagulls pretty quickly. You think you could win against her? Well, I'd like to say yes, but she's very quick. So, Caitlin, I don't know. if I reached out to her on Facebook, because that's the only way I know to contact her. I'm not friends with her, but I can get there. Yeah, um, Kelly Farringer's probably a mutual friend. But you got to beep that last name out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Caitlin, <laughs> if I set up, like, some kind of virtual challenge, you versus her in a real Ooh, fortune virtual we gotta, game. We got to PPV this pay-per-view, baby. And, we could get some buys. <laughs> Fuck Conor McGregor, Rachel Hall, and Wheel of Fortune. This is a, this is a Wheel of Fortune ace. And we have Caitlyn going at her because this is some animosity. This is like, you're living my dream. I want to cut you down. <laughs> Caitlyn the Clipper is coming in and just annihilating her. This I is, think this would be great. This is 18 years of bad blood. There's no bad blood. Well, it sounds like bad blood to me. Harley, hit bad blood Taylor Swift. Play that right now. All right, edit that out. Dude, I'm with that. And then we have to have a third player in the Wheel of Fortune. You know who we bring in, Chris? A redemption story. Steve Double O Dice. <laughs> James Bloom? Oh, man. So, that was some good fucking stuff. Uh, Caitlin, thank you for joining us on the Talking Small Podcast. Hey, can I, Caitlin, can you hang around for another second? Because I want to ask some questions about the reunion. Okay, go for it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, she sounds very cause, excited. Because I didn't go. I was working. Um, I wouldn't have went anyway, so I'm, that's not an excuse. I don't know why I said it. So, I ran into Joel Talley, uh, last names, a couple days before, and he was really hyping the reunion. And I told him, this is my big thing. I don't give a fuck about any of these people because if I did, I'd see them outside. Caitlin, I've seen you, so this doesn't apply to you, kind of. All uh, right. It applies to her, though. I mean, you've seen her. You haven't seen other people. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I don't mind seeing Caitlin. I've seen her. We have stuff in common. <laughs> She's been on the podcast. Big fan. Harley, that's a uh, uh, Caitlin, that's a glowing review from Harley. He doesn't mind seeing you. That's probably a B plus in his it. book. <laughs> you better that's what I'm saying. You better fucking take it. Bob All wishes right, he so, could get so a B plus. So Harley, you saw Joel Talley? Yeah, so I went to the rum house and Joel Talley was uh definitely serving up some mm-hmm. drinks. He was serving up some good times, and we went there. And he was really talking up the reunion. He was very disappointed that I wasn't going to be able to make it. I was in town to see Maestro off. I wanted to see him again. So he got really hyped up. So what I want to ask you is, was it really that fun? Because, like, I'm seeing Facebook posts from from these people, and they're, like, acting like it was a really good time. And I just don't see how it was that fun because... Who the fuck wants to hang out with these people at this point in their lives? 
So honestly, I had fun, but it's because I got drunk with my friends. Yeah, and I'm cool with that because because this is like a uh, like an opportunity to just get shit faced. But like, did you talk to any of these people that like like you, that you hadn't seen in like ten years? Yeah, and it was a little awkward. Who? So, like, oh, go ahead. Are you asking who? No, uh, well, I kind of want to ask who's the hottest dude there. I just want to know like <laughs> who was like. You know the hottest dude at the uh, at the at the reunion um, was Steve Dice there. Steve was mark. not there, but Steve didn't go to high school with us. Exactly, Chris. Don't you remember the end of your story where he ran away with his tail between his legs? Yeah, it turns out he ended up having Let's a tail, see. guys. Who was the hottest guy there? Yeah, I'm curious. Like, if Al would have showed up, would he Harley, have dominated? This is, Harley, this is quite a homosexual question. Why did no. you ask who was the hottest chick with no, there because, was? No, because I know there's not that many uh, very beautiful-looking girls that blossom there. I'm following them all on Facebook. <laughs> blossom, you I'm fucking follow, creep. I'm following them all on Facebook. So, like, I kind of... So you're a... wondering which dudes to follow? <laughs> sure. Caitlin, what, what is the best dude to follow coming out of this? That's what I kind of want to know. Because... To follow? Well, like, the to stall. Come on. He wants to know who made who went from uh, Metapod to Butterfree. Like I, I really don't think anyone changed that much to where I was like, oh wow. But on a high, just, but a high, like everyone seems. No, I'm just saying, like, you see these movies of, like, high school reunions and stuff, and there's always, like, that dude that you didn't know about, and all of a sudden he just starts sticking it to everybody. What movie is this? I, I don't know. There's a couple. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't like that. Kaylin, what about the opposite? Did you uh, recognize anybody that's gone from, like, total honk or somewhat of uh <laughs> Somewhat of respectable looks to just total shitbag. Like, damn, <laughs> god damn, this guy needs to take Break care out. of himself. I don't know. Like, I, I really didn't interact with that many people. So, so you want us of... to believe that you went in there and didn't just judge everybody immediately? Well, she definitely did. She just doesn't want to say it on mean, the pod. I mean, I definitely did, but like... We need to get this off know. the record. I'm, you're putting me on the spot, and I can't think. Let's go to another uh, question. Did you get hit on, and by who? And did you yeah. take anybody up on any of these offers? So, I was hit on by three of our classmates. Oh, yeah. At the same time or At separate? the same damn time. Um, Not at the same time. Two of them were at the same time. Ooh. But... <laughs> they, were, they were offering that Devil's Threesome? I know what their favorite Disney movie was. Double teamed. <laughs> Chris um, just said, I love that off mic. And, and all of this went down in Old Town. So oh, this so is this a pre-game or is this post-game? Post-game. Did anybody get shot? No. Okay, good. Well, okay. So who'd you get hit on by in Old Town at Heidelberg's? It was timeout. But it was, um, <laughs> I, I didn't realize I was being hit on by this person, but Caleb. Caleb, Caleb. Who? Shark bait. Shark bait. There was this guy in our class who went to Florida like his sophomore year. And he got bit by a bull shark or, or nurse shark and like lost his 
I want to talk about this a little bit. He was coming out of the armed forces. Was he looking good? Was he looking good? Yeah. I mean, no. Like, he looked same to me. <laughs> so he goes through all this rigorous military stuff, and he's still got fucking Caleb bod? And he did, like, try to use that. He was like, oh, my... Like, my was he wearing his uniform? No. Oh! There was a large belt buckle. <laughs> what was on it? What was the design? Your, I don't remember. Yosemite Sam. I didn't look too close. <laughs> you were just mesmerized by... So he basically, his package wasn't showing out. All right, so he, he came up by himself, and then two other jabronis had to come up and double-team you? So, yeah, then I guess... Um, are we using last names now? Or? Don't use last names if you can't help it. Did I use last names when I was talking about Caleb? Right. I don't no, know. I shark bait, though. This, this guy, Jason, uh, offered to buy me a beer. So I was like, okay. And then. You got to take uh, him up on that. He runs funny, by the way, just FYI. And then while we were at the bar, like, getting the beer, Joel came up. I used his last name earlier. Like saying bye, and he's like, "Oh, you have to come get some free margaritas from the rum house." And I was like, "Oh yeah," and then he was like, "Oh, hang out." That's what he did to me. Yeah, and this, like he's done that to me before. I wasn't sure if it was like friendly or. Yeah, you could never tell. Like whatever, but. So anyway. Free drinks are free drinks, though. Yeah, and then. Mallory's husband Shane was like buying a bunch of shots while all this was going on. Yeah, were you were you taking them? How wasted did you get? I was pretty hungover the next day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How short is he? Because he seems pretty short. Shane. I was going to use his name, but yeah, he's kind of short, right? Yeah, um, it doesn't matter. All right, probably uh-huh. like- Maybe a little taller. Harley's mad that he was probably one of the people who stole his basketball shoes in uh, in seventh grade when they were in eighth grade. It's 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 that he stole it, your shoes. Well, yeah, he did. But it's it's that, and he dated Shabane. So I was kind of like, oh. I was, was kind of like, you know, I didn't like him for that. And he's like <laughs> a little short dickhead. So that kind of got me. Remember, he almost got in a fight at a tailgate up at LSU because he told Dale's wife, he goes. You look like you need a good dicking or something like that. <laughs> or he told her to lighten up or something. Uh, no, I think and it was like, a good dicking. I think that was what it was. Yeah, well, that's that's what the rumor was. Who knows what it actually was. But, yeah. He's a uh, train conductor. He works with Colby? No, I don't know who he works. I don't know if he works with him. But I remember I was at a, a McCurdy party, and he told me he's a train conductor, like trying to impress me. I was like, yeah, that's cool, dude. <laughs> Have fun with that. All right, you got any more reunion questions, Harley? You done? I I kind of want to ask what what did uh Mercini look like? <laughs> Mercini? Yeah, she's been doing CrossFit. I'm just curious. I mean, she looked good. Would you be about it? About it? I'd be down about it. Sure. <laughs> that's I mean, yes. no, but that's, that's kind of she looks yes. good. What, you wouldn't have a threesome with her? Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but she looked good. What a prude. 
Well, I mean, uh, you 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 telling me Harley, if the right guy came up, you wouldn't go three way with her? Harley, did you just she just pulled the version of you saying, you know, she I don't mind being around her. She go she just said uh, she looked good, which means she looks smoking hot. I bet she did. I bet she did. Like I've seen, I saw that group picture. Harley, she and went. She was having a weird pose. Well, she went there with Nick Richards, though. She's taken. Dude, she went there with Nick Richards. <laughs> I don't think he was there. Wait, what? This is the breaking story of everything. I thought this would be the person that'd be there. What the hell? I feel like he had. I feel like he had to have been there, but I don't remember seeing him. There was like. We this, have to use full names for Nick Richards. So there was this group that I feel like he was probably friends with, but I don't really know. But they were kind of like. John Cephalu was there? I'm about to break all last names. I'm picturing John Cephalu, Nick Richards. Name names. Nick Corbin. All fedoras. Oh. Just going at it. Jonathan Banks. They're all there. I'm so disappointed. I wanted to know what Nick Richards was wearing. If he brought a cane or if he didn't bring a cane. Fedora, no fedora. Rollerblades or no rollerblades. Three piece or two piece or five piece. And we ain't talking Popeye's boxes here. I just he missed. could have been there and I just don't remember. But, but, but I would think. You like, would remember. He see, would have made his moment. The problem is, is Al and I like remember these people for like things that they probably have no idea that we think about. And it was probably like half of what it actually was. And we've been talking about it for 20 years. So it's become a thing unto itself. Like these people have no clue that we even still think about them. Like yeah, there's this no part way of the reason. Still- this is part of the reason why we have a podcast. Is so we can just get these <laughs> memories out. I would love to get Nick Richards on the podcast and ask him why he wore rollerblades to play <laughs> basketball with me and Jonathan Burton. <laughs> He comes over and just wants to play basketball. He's in rollerblades. Didn't bring sneakers. <laughs> Doesn't stop him. Still wants to play. Don't you guys like play him two on one or something too? Like, weren't you guys extra assholes? <laughs> yeah, I dunked on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> they lowered the goal because they had fucking Napoleon simplex. No, that was Burchard. Oh, that was herpes simplex. All right. So, so Kayla, I'm glad that you told me Mercini was looking good. I'm pretty sure she was. Now, the other person that Harley's I thought not was... technically married anyway. He's got no tattoo, Kayla. Nah, first of all, that's not true. I'm completely taken. Um, but the other person I thought was looking pretty good was Mrs. Paige Seavers. She's got a kid. She was looking good. She goes out with, uh, you know, Mr. Steven, my dad's friend. We go, like, went to San... She's like... Her second kid is with his son. She's got two kids? Her first kid's from Ryan Oates. I know, Jesse Oates. Oh, cross eyes. Was Jesse Oates there, Caitlin? Who? <laughs> Evidently not. Um. All right, so, Caitlin, I think we're going to wrap this up. Uh, do, was there any teachers there at all? or like? Oh. So, yeah, Miss Siebold showed up at one point. That was like the only teacher there. I really don't even know who that is. I was like, I was like betting that Walters was going to be there because she's Walters like, Roundhoe. Yeah, because she's like buddy buddy with all the princess group or whatever. What's a princess group? The princess club. What one define the princess club? Uh, it's just like a group of friends that. Call themselves the princess club. Why though? I mean, you have to have a reason. Uh, I don't want to get into this, but why not? Oh, like one of the princess clubs gonna listen to it? Are you one of the princess club? I'm sending this link straight to Joanne. 
Do you not get to define it, Caitlin? This is where you draw the what? line? This is what? You're not going to define it? This is where you draw the line? No princess like, club? They have, like, Disney princess nicknames. How does it How does it get lamer? You date Lance. Anyway, I thought <laughs> Walters would be there. She wasn't. And Seagold was the only one that came. Damn. Any janitors there? Any janitors? Was, yeah, was Mister was Mister Jerry there? No. I remember Mister Jerry was in the. Uh, they told this story on the bus as Harley licks his tricep and flexes for Chris yeah, in the most yeah. homoerotic picture ever captured on Snapchat. <laughs> uh, it was good people. Th- this old janitor guy walked in the locker room and they saw this skinny kid who rode our bus like benching during one of the weightlifting hours and he looks at the kid shakes his head and goes no wonder we fucking lost and kept walking (laughs) so yeah all right we done harley i'm caitlin i really appreciate you joining and being a special guest i had a great time i'm glad you gave some insights um, he didn't mind being around you? No, I didn't. I like Caitlin. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have uh, more information on what happened. But. Also, Harley, I asked her when we uh, saw in person who who was like the coolest person there. She she apparently claimed <laughs> herself. Are you still claiming this, Caitlin, or was someone cooler there? I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't have the most Facebook friends. They had to go to Nick Richards or... Ellerman or somebody like that. No, I mean, I think I'm the coolest in my opinion. Okay. I like the self-confidence. But as far as, like, amount of Facebook friends, I'm probably, like, not that cool. Who do you, who do you say had the most, though? Yeah, but that makes you cool. But uh, who do you think had the most there? Probably Lauren. Mm, okay, see, we didn't miss anything, Harley. No, no. Heavy, no heavy hitters. Well, she's heavy hitter, all right. Oh, you son of a bitch. All right. Caitlin, thank you for joining. We really, we really do appreciate it. And thank you for making this anniversary a very special one. Happy one-year pot anniversary. Hopefully, you can be here for the second one. That'd be awesome. <laughs> she out. All right. Milos... What? Play us out with some beats. I got to go piss. This is probably going to go into part two now or the next episode. We'll see how it goes. Someone cue the next episode, Dr. Dre, Nate Dog, you know.